So we are going to read from the book of Joshua. Tugenda kusoma mu kitabo cha Joshua chapter 1 sura soka verse 9 akanyiri akomwenda sorry verse 19 akanyiri akakumina mwenda then we shall jump to 16 au tugende ku 10 mkaga have not i commanded thee be strong and of good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed made for the lord thy god is with thee with whithersoever thou goest then joshua commanded the officers of the people saying pass through the host and command the people saying prepare you victuals for within 3 days ye shall pass over this jordan to go in to possess the land with the lord your god giveth you to possess it yoswa sura soka kuvakanyira komwenda sinze nkuragide damu amanyi guma omoyo totyanga so tewekanganga kubanga mukama katonda wo ari nawe gurijono genda yona Yosua nario karagira abami baba ntunga yogeranti muite wakati murusisira muragire abantu ngamwo geranti mweterekere emere kubanga enakwe satunga tezinaita mugenda okusomoko omugaguno yordani okuyingira okuria NC mukama katonda wa mwe jaba wa okuyingira then verse 16 akanyina ka 10 mukaga and they answered Joshua saying all that thou commandest us we will do and whithersoever thou sendest us we will go according as we hearkened unto Moses in all things so will we hearken unto thee only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses neba damu yoswa nebo geranti byona byoturagide turibikora era buri jono tutumanga tunagendanga ngawe twauriranga musa mu bigambo byona nawe tunakuriranga wetyo chokamu kama katonda wo abe nawe ngabo yali ne musa may the lord add blessing to the reading of his word am kama gatom sakusoma ko kigambo ke amen nzokuturako now i'll call this subject angenda kuita echo kwiga ko chino as he was with moses ngabwe yali ne musa now kati you remember brother branham preached a message called mjikirogana branham yawili obaka boyaita as i was with moses ngabwe nali ne musa now that is god speaking awo yali katona ngayogera in the first verses here munyirye soka wano God we see God speaking to Joshua. I will be with you. Be strong, be courageous. Don't fear, be not dismayed. I will be with you. As I was with Moses. So shall I be with you. But now here it is not God but it is people. The people who must follow this Joshua. Abantu abateko kukura okugoberera Yosua ono. They are saying bagamba we are going to be submissive. Tugenda kugondera to you. Tugenda kugondera. Just the way we were 
submissive to Moses. But make sure that we see the God that was with Moses with you. Now these were very spiritual elders. Because these were elders. They were leaders. But Moses was a leader. They are main leader. And they served under Moses. But now, the administration changed, had changed from Moses to Joshua. And God encouraged Joshua that he was to be with him. And now these elders also we are ready to serve God and to be obedient. Amen. Amen. And they said, all that you command us we will do. Praise God. Amen. Do you know God requires you to obey your spiritual leaders that way? Brother Branham said, Obey your pastor in all things. Of course, not when he's leading you out of the will of God. This should be a godly man. And now you know he's a godly man. And now when he instructs me to do something, I will not disobey him. You disobey him, you disobey God. Praise God. Paul said to the church, Follow me as I follow Christ. Because he was sure that he was following Christ. And a true leader will be, will have that confidence with the people that he is following Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, do you know it is required that you have such trust in your pastor believing if I follow this man and I obey his teachings and his instructions I will make it because why are we in church we are in church to have our relationship good with God Amen and we are in church as pilgrims and strangers going to heaven so you have such confidence in your pastor uh, that he has a good vision. He sees the work clearly. So he's not short-sighted. He's not uh, he's not dim-sighted. He 
He has clear vision. And that if I follow what he teaches me. And if I follow what he instructs me. I will make it. If you don't have that full confidence. Look for someone. Whom you have that full confidence. These spiritual matters are too important for you to risk your life with someone you don't trust that much. Because the Bible says if the blind lead the blind both the leader and the led will fall in a pit. Both will fall in a pit. So you must be sure this man is not blind. He sees the way. And if I follow him, I will make it. Because that's the purpose why you are here. This example has just come to me. Let me just add it. I wasn't prepared about it. There is a minister. You know him very well, but it's wrong to mention people's ministers' names in the pulpit. He has ministered here, he's my close friend. But of late, he changed his stand, his belief for the message. He no longer believes the prophet of the age. He doesn't believe Malachi 4.5 refers to Elijah of this age, William Branham. And uh, to me that's a very big error. That promise in Malachi 4.5 says, I will send you a letter to the prophet before the great and dreadful day. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So this minister believes that that was for the Jews. But God is saying before the earth. Now Israel is not the earth. Israel is CNC. If God prepares Israel, that's another thing. But this is a minister to prepare the world before the judgment that is coming to strike the whole earth. How blind people can be? How do you preach this for? 20, 25 years. And then you turn around and you, you, and you say you didn't know what you, you no were preaching. Elijah the prophet comes to prepare the world for the oncoming judgment. For the great and dreadful 
dead. If he sent only to the Jews, we the race would have an excuse. You say we were not prepared. We were not warned. We never knew. And God never does that. He never sends judgment without warning. So before he comes and smacks this earth with a great and dreadful day, there must not be anyone saying, I never heard, I never knew. That's the way, the reason why he sends Elijah the prophet to prepare before that day comes. So this brother no longer believes that. He no longer believes. Saint Luke 17.30 applies to the ministry of Brother Branham. He no longer believes. If I told you his name, you'd be shocked. He doesn't believe that uh, Revelation 10.7 applies to the ministry of Brother Branham. He said that is some spiritual angel. Now, uh, if you take away the seven church ages and the stars in the right hand of God, then, then there is confusion on earth. <laughs> yeah, before Jesus, because Jesus means when he appears to John on the island of Patmos, he's having seven stars in his right hand. Why? Why his very introduction John, is introducing himself with the seven stars? Because he had said, from henceforth the world will not see me, but you see me. Now, who is Jesus? Jesus is the Son. Yes, is the light of the world. So when the sun goes down, the earth will not see it again until it comes up again. But in the absence of the sun, the moon and the stars reflect the sun. So his meaning, why he's introducing himself to John with like that, he's walking in the meaning of the seven golden lampstands. He's introducing himself that is introduction and in his right hand seven stars. His meaning today though I'm not on earth physically but I am reflected. I am in the midst of my church. Amen. If you want to know me Know me through my church. And also, 
I have seven stars that will be reflecting my light. Those seven stars are my messengers that in each church age I will be sending. In every age I will be sending a messenger that will reflect my light to the earth. Through these churches. Amen. Amen. After Jesus died and resurrected and ascended. You cannot see him and know him besides that arrangement. The only Seeing and knowing Jesus is through that arrangement. You have to know which church his work, church age is with, by which star he is reflecting himself through. And that star in that spiritual language is called an angel. And it tells him the seven stars are the seven angels of the seven churches. So an angel means a messenger. So meaning every church age, every church era, there is a messenger that God sends to bring the will of God for that age. And the church is expected to hear his voice. And follow him. If you don't follow him, you will be outside God's program. You say, me, I follow Jesus. Some people are so arrogant and proud. Yeah, I know my Jesus, I'll follow my Jesus. How do you know him? He's not here physically. And he has told me, he has told you, you will see me through this stars. And for you are refusing the program he has put for you. You are saying Jesus. Who is Jesus? Yes, Yani. Who is Jesus? Yes, yeah. How do you know you're following Jesus? Oh, go. Where is he? Amen. The scripture says, How can you say you love God whom you don't see? And you don't love your brother that you see. So if you say, Jesus, Jesus, where is he? Yes, You don't see him. Yet he's here. But how do you know this is Jesus? You will know him through the program he has put there If he sends you a messenger and he is reflecting himself through that messenger and you stumble on that messenger you have missed Jesus. 
Amen. I wish I had enough time to exhaust that. In the time of Moses, if you became defiant and arrogant to Moses, you are a Jew. You are supposed to obey this deliverer. But for you, say you are only a man. And there are people who became that arrogant. They say you put too much upon yourself. Who are you? Even there are those who told him. Who are you to be our ruler? Some claim. Also, God speaks to us. Those people became arrogant and defiant to Moses. They were swallowed by the earth. You have to believe Jehovah and you believe his prophet. Amen. Even on Mount Camel, when Elijah was calling for a showdown, he said that it shall be known that you are God and that I am your prophet. Amen. So you, if you stumble in what in the person that God has sent to you, you are you are doomed. So in every age when people stumble on the person God has sent to them, they are done. So this uh, this preacher. He has been caught in that temptation. And now, what did he do? Recently, we got a video. And this person, he got, uh, he went to one of his satellite churches. There were two pictures, the one of Jesus here, and the one of the pillar fire. And then he told a brother, pull it down, pull it down. And as the brother tried to fidget with it, and he's the only camera. He asked for a panga. I don't know how they came to pass to cut it down. Me, I called it spiritual terrorism. Terrorism. Even a panga in the church. Picture. And he told him these words. He said, Gamba. It has just come to me. I wasn't prepared for it. Listen to the words. He 
He said, I did not want to do it in the presence of these people. Anyone who elects this photo again, let it be done by himself, not based on the, the name of the pastor. I want to skip it. On X's consent. But since it was elected under my instruction, it is only right that when I change, when it changes, it should be myself to bring it down. Bring a panga. Use the panga to remove the, the, the nail. This should not be taken lightly, brothers. Yes, I read for you all possible scriptures. Josiah did it and put down idols. You think it was easy for him? But insisted till they were down. So let me tell you, there are people who are following this message blindly. So for him, when he elected that picture, he was electing an idol. What is an idol? You read in the Bible, an idol, there are people they molded out of the earth, or they out of wood, and they believed that God enters them, and they worshipped him through them. That is idolatry. Putting a, a picture, picture, a paint, or a photo, that, that is not idolatry. That's not idolatry. And even do you have in your mind that there is a deity in that thing no so he said you can even tear the paper brother and maybe leave the nail in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord we are followers of Christ Branham was used by God. And his ministry came to the end. It suffices him to be humbled. And Jesus, and Jesus to be glorified. God bless you. You may return to your place. So that is uh, the words he, he was translating because he did, he did not speak in English he in his vernacular so here he was now, now let, me, let me say something about this um, we are followers of Christ and his word it is like now, I am your pastor. And you say, we don't follow you. We are following Christ. In one way, you will be right. 
But in another way, you'll be wrong. Your following Christ in me. Amen. All that I present to you. Right? Amen. Uh, but if I leave Christ, you should be knowing Christ. You continue following. Christ. Amen. Paul told his church, Follow me as I follow Christ. So if you ask them, do you, are you following Paul? Yes. We are followers of Paul. Because we are sure he is following Christ. He is leading us to Christ. Were they ashamed of Paul? No. Because he is a righty representative of Christ. Now, Kati. how people can be so controlled? This minister has a picture of Hoffman's head of Christ. That one. Chiri. And he left it there. So if the other one of the pillar fire, if it is an idol, then that's an, then that's an idol. Isn't that blindness? Now, the other time I gave you the story of that picture, why why we like it. We don't worship it. But why we like it. That picture. Even uh, when it was taken. The FBI said. Since the world was created. They don't have any picture. That you can relate to God. That this is supernatural. Now, in the Bible, there are things that are called supernatural. And uh, they really held them with a lot of respect. Because they didn't come naturally, they came from heaven. Now, for example, if you got a handful of mana, a handful of mana, where did it come from? From heaven. That is not natural. You mean this came from heaven? came from heaven. It, will look, it was looked at with a great respect. And God asked Moses to put it in the golden pot. Put it in the where it will never go back, where it will remain fresh. And the high priest 
you would go there once in a year to eat of it to taste of and he's eating something came that came from heaven ngalya kuchintu echava direct muguru and when he did that he represented all of israel now fbi america FBI FBI America they are saying bagamba they don't have anything like that mubali tebaina ayo chintu chona wechyo that they can say this supernatural picture like you can take a picture of an angel this is an angel supernatural big since the world began he said this is the only picture that we can say a supernatural heavenly being has been photographed and they took it and hung it in washington now kati Now brother Branham said that is not my picture I was only there when it was taken It's like someone wants to take a picture and he takes it with you when you are there So he said that picture is of the angel of the Lord the supernatural being a for him he knew him better because he witnessed him all the days of his life and he would speak to him and whatever he spoke to him would come to pass and all the preachers of his era especially the pentecostals the old robots the old they knew that angel is real because whatever you would tell them he has told him it would come to pass and even sometimes his presence would be felt by the and when people would come in the prayer line to be prayed as they stood there as they stood there they would feel it they would feel a, a, a strange feeling and he would tell them don't fear you are feeling like this that is the angel of the lord so one time the angel of the lord appeared to him in an hotel and the most of the times he would do he would turn, when by the time he, they get eyes contact we contact he would be folding his hands so there he was folding his hands and he spoke to him let me tell you we are all servants of god but we are not equal 
We are not equal. Me, I cannot claim myself to be equal with a man like that. No. That whatever he does, wherever he goes, whatever instructions, there is an angel from heaven who has been leading him who comes there and tells him what to do. I cannot claim myself to be equal with such a man. The Bible tells us we are given different levels of grace. It's like you can compare yourself with Paul. How? How can you compare yourself with Paul? You can't. Paul said, by the grace of God, that it was given to me as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation. And let every man be careful the way he builds upon you. He said, even if it's an angel come yeah, from heaven, if he comes and changes water, I can't choose such a chair. I cannot compare myself with such a ministry. Amen. Even among angels, their ranks. Even among heavenly stars. They don't shine the same brilliance. Some of us have very small, small things here. Then there are others who are higher, greater, mightier. That the day they are born, even the heavens declare some important gift has been born on the earth. So brother Branham pleaded with the angel. Excuse me sir. I have my orphan boy. Who was left by his mother. I always feel for him when I leave him to go to the ministry. And I'm asking for permission. That he may see. That he may see you. Because I always tell him. I'm a servant to you. I'm in obedience to the angel. So I want him to have a chance to see you. See fine. I think he instructed him to cover the other. Because there were two boys in the, in the bed. The uncle. Uh, the young brother of Billy Poe and then Billy Poe. If I'm not mistaken, the other one was even covered on the head. Then, Billy Poe was called. Billy Poe, come and see. The angel that always tells you about And Billy opened his eyes. Billy among the living, no one has seen, has testimonies of the ministry of Brother Bram like Billy Because no one has that testimony of seeing him physically. And the angel was there. So scary. With a lot of authority. And he's his eyes, he said that his eyes were always fixed on, on, his, on, on, on dad. Uh, then after some time, then after some time, he vanished. 
and then the pillow of fire remained hanging in the room that pillow of fire was always on that angel now that angel has a physical representation and that was brother brother that pillow of fire remained hanging and after some time it also left and there they remained an appearance like a rainbow which also remained uh, left. Brother Bram said that, that presence would leave him paralyzed. Those are holy things. You don't joke with them. And someone is pointing it at him. Brother Branham should come down. That picture is not Brother Branham. If you have anger about the man, that's your problem. And you are trying to express it through the picture. That is like the people who murdered John Wycliffe. After he was dead, 30 years they picked his bones. In his death, they never murdered him. He died of a stroke out of persecution. 30 years they picked his bones. They burnt them to ashes. And them to the on the river. Because they hated him. God is messengers. They have two categories of people. Those who, who love them so much that they can die for them. Those who? Amen. And those who hate them that they can kill them if they got a chance. Even in my ministry is like that. Not comparing myself with such great men. But God is messengers. I mean I have people who, who hate me. But I love them. That if they got a chance they would, kill, they would rather kill me. By the things they do and the great and the councils and the plans and ne plans but I had there are people who love me that they would die for me if we are possible so that's how it is with the men of God's servants I'm sorry for also talking about myself it's not important but now I'm talking about these leaders that's where it comes from. We will follow you. They are saying, We will follow you. The way we followed Moses. Only if we see God with you, the way he was with Moses. Following. That's where I left to go to the other one. Following a man. Following a man. You had to follow Moses. You had to follow Noah. In this age, you have to follow a messenger. If someone claims that I'm following Jesus, I don't want 
anything to do with this kind of person that they call a messenger. I will excuse you because you are ignorant. That's all. And I cannot blame you for lack of revelation. But never claim that you love Jesus more than me. Or more than others. No. Only you're blind. Jesus, yes, Christo. we love him. And we follow him through his contacts. You cannot love Jesus and you refuse his contacts. You cannot love the Son. S-U-N. And you hate the stars. When I see the stars in the night, because I know, I went to school, I know stars don't have lights of their own. They are only reflectors of the sun. They are only reflectors of the sunlight. So when I see them, I am seeing the sun. Because I know. So any believer who has revelation, you cannot say you don't like your pastor, but you love Jesus. How? If your pastor is not reflecting Jesus, leave him. Look for one who reflects Jesus. But if you love Jesus, love those that he has said. Didn't he say, He that will receive you receives me. And he that rejects you rejects me. Then how blind can man be? If you don't want to seek God in people. You forget about God. You don't have him. And you will never see him. Amen. Because that is the order he put. That he will be seen through. Human beings. Amen. Praise God. So those who claim Jesus, 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 they think they are speaking a point. No, it doesn't. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us go back to our subject. As he was with Moses. Amen. I'm just elaborating what these men said. Amen. And they answered Joshua saying, Oh, that thou commandest us, we will do. Yeah, I like that. Oh, oh. 
This was a man to whom they were saying to. This was their leader. But they were telling that to all that you will command us to do, we shall do. Now, me, I'm telling you. Such kind of leadership. First of all, it begins from your pastor. You have to say that whatsoever you shall instruct me to do, pastor, I will do it. And from that level, it goes unto the level of the messenger of your age. You say that whatsoever the messenger shall instruct me to do. We shall do. We can't go less than what he said. Even when your pastor goes away from that, don't follow him. And all that thou commandest us, we will do. And with with us, wherever thou sendest us, we will go. According to as we hearkened unto Moses in all things. So will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee. As he was with Moses. Now this is why I brought in the example of the other pastor. What surprises much after the pastor diverts away from the message preached them the gospel and they came to church having brought them uh, by the message. Now you see he has to, to become radical unto the message. That anger he was trying to show you it was not unto that image but to the messenger. But know that a pastor is a very important thing. People remained. That's uh, unfortunately. unfortunately. People remained. You pray for us, please. Pray for us. I pray for us so that we don't go astray. Because if we stray, it's hard for you not to stray. Amen. A pastor is a very important thing. If he strays, the people that won't stray with him are very few. It takes special grace of God. Because you see God as we show him to you. You see the word according to the way we show it to you. That is God's way. So pray for that man to remain under the grace of God. If he strays, you are likely to stray. If it were me, 
and I'm in such a church and the grace of God is still on me and I see someone who's still like that it doesn't matter whether another church is at the end of the country or whether I have to cross the border to go to another church I would, I would change the past Amen I would change the person. Amen. Let me tell you. Some of us were in this message. As a point of flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Amen. But my father in heaven. There is no way how you can take me away from the message. When you take me away from the message, where can I go? Can I go to Pentecostals? If the truth is not in this message, is the truth in the Pentecostals? Or in the Adventists or are Baptists? I'm on some forum of some Pentecostals. On uh, WhatsApp. On WhatsApp. Pentecostal pastors Uganda. Pentecostal I joined that group at the time when we were fighting the Rokodo Bill. So again that I went and we sat together. How to fight that bill because it was, was against the church. So by that, when they make a, 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 a whatever. A, a WhatsApp arrangement. They, they put my name there. So I follow. So there is a great man. He's here in Entebbe. I will not mention the name. Very prominent. So he always puts clips on that. Uh, of his summons upon his, uh, he always put clips video clips of his services so yesterday I saw him say worship is very important it's the greatest thing to lift your hands and to worship the Lord any other thing will end but worship will never end and that is true and he said when you see people say they are only in worship I will come in when the other oh, pastor is about to start preaching. That's when they come to church. They don't know what they are doing. All that is true. But then he adds. How can you come to listen to the words of a man like me? Now let me mention his name. He's called Mutebi. The names of the words of Mutebi. Who can die any time and rot. And you know I worship. And I've already said. If you only came. And you worship through the worship service. And after that, you give your tithe and offering. And go out, you go out of church. There is no problem. 
I say, oh. Brother Branham said, the greatest part of the service is the preaching of the word. The word is God. Man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Your strength as a believer comes from the preaching. Now you say the words of Mutebi. You mean you come to preach us your words? Okay, now we have no need. Now what are you doing there? You leave that place. Go to where they preach the word of God, not words of Matevi. When a pastor comes to preach, he has not come to tell us stories, not his word, but he comes to preach to us the word of God. Brother Branham said, the closest place to heaven is the pulpit. This is the closest place to heaven. This is where God comes down and takes over a minister and speaks to him. So when the preacher comes here, everything should should be should be and everything should be alert to hear from God. And he said the highest form of God is speaking. Can let me ask you this. Captain If a captain speaks, and the general speaks, the world Which voice is greater? The voice is representing a president. Which voice represents the president more? The general, right? Now. Preacher. When the preacher is preaching, that is the highest level of God is speaking. Than any form or any method. You have had people stand and give test to prophesy in the church. That says the Lord. He's speaking for God. That is a lower level. Much lower. Than when the preacher is preaching. That is subject to errors. Actually, before we take what, what the gift is speaking serious, we even examine it. Because it is possible that it is canon or another spirit But no one examines the preacher. He is the New Testament prophet. 
the spirit of the testimony of Jesus Christ um, is the spirit of prophecy. When a preacher is preaching like this is a spirit of prophecy. This is a New Testament prophet. Amen. And you see when people are but just there. Some people are very carnal Like recently we in a weekend challenge. Someone speaks in tongues and then prophesies. And instead of people being reverent and quiet, they start shouting and screaming. Like, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal. How do you know whether it is God or Satan? And if it is God, is it just phenomenal? You should be still and listen what the Holy Spirit is speaking. If the Holy Spirit is speaking, is it time for you to get a such to jump up and down no and shout? Can your father call you? Junior, come. I have something important to share with you. And as the, your daddy come. Uh, you know Junior. Oh. <laughs> daddy, daddy, daddy. He will think we are mad. I thought that's the time for him to listen. Be still and listen. To what Daddy saying. Some of you are very carnal. And Brother Branham calls it carnal emotions. There is a time to be excited. Shout. To run around but there's a time to no be still and hear from God. And if the Holy Spirit is speaking through a gift, how do you start now jumping and throwing lessons and, and rocking chairs? Which uh, sense does it make? I'm sorry I'm preaching off my subject. Now, this is the context of this subject that I introduced as he was with Moses. As he was with Moses. What I want us to see is, is uh, we don't trust you as a man. Don't trust a man. A man is subject to weaknesses and to errors. But we trust God in you. Amen. There is 
There is no holy mountain. There is no holy church. There is no holy person. But it is the holy God on a mountain. When God told Moses, remove your shoes. So the ground where thou standest is holy ground. That's is more than what you are seeing there. What makes it holy ground is because God has covered the place. Amen. Amen. So, there is no holy man. There is no holy church. But it is the holy God in the church. It is the holy God on the mountain. It is the holy God in an individual. You respect God in an individual. You honor God in that individual. You obey God in that individual. You see God in a person. If you are taking who to marry. Don't trust him. How do you know this could be a lion? This could be a leopard. This could be a hyena. That is going to eat you. That is going to eat you. But trust God in him. This brother is a really Christian. He lives by the word of God. I see obedience of the love of God, of the word of God in him. So when you are marrying, you are marrying brother word. You are marrying sister word. But any man, no matter who he is, when I say any man, I am in that bracket. Without the Spirit of God, he is a beast. Any man, without God, is a beast. And is the worst beast you can ever meet. You'd rather meet a leopard than to, to meet man without a beast. I mean without without God, without the word of God. This week I was looking at this scripture. Uh, this? This week. Behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. Can you imagine? This world and all its population is a world full of wolves. When Uganda carries the census, and say Uganda has a population of 45 million people, they should add it has for, um, 45 a population of 45 wolves minus believers. Bandigambian to Uganda, any more wound you may say, or we cut the Anambutan and go Jacoba Kiriza. That is very strong, but I'm speaking according to the words of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
The population of Uganda is 45 wolves. Minus God's children. But the rest, if you're not God Himself, don't choose me that I've called you a wolf. Because why are you not God's child? Why have you grouped yourself into the world? If you are not a child of God, then you are a wolf. Yes, Jesus spoke those words. Sometimes people blame when he uses the word pigs that he abuses people. Even the last time he used that word I was watching him on TV He got the Bible and read it He said Never cast your precious things Before uh, hogs They will tramp over them And then after They will bite you now he spoke uh, about the leaders who are hogs. He spoke about how they have over and even how they have beaten. No, they told him that he has abused people. Why do you categorize yourself among the hogs? He has said that hogs, them that trample over the treasures, they don't value people. Then why do you categorize yourself in the hogs? Why don't you say that you are among the sheep? Then again he says, Those words are not mine. They were spoken by Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. Now Jesus told us, I'm sending you. As lambs among wolves. Do you know working in an office? And for you are a believer. You know you must abide. But you must live on your salary. Live on your salary. You must not steal. You are not expected to steal. They have given you salary and allowances. And you signed the paper. That, that is how you will live. You did not sign also that also when I get a chance to steal. But yet in your hand, you know the salary is not enough for you. But still you take the job depending on stealing. And your subordinates, you are using them to steal for you. A brother who is a, who is a retired police officer was telling me high ranking Retired. He was telling me what I do. The big man, the big officer there, maybe he's a regional police commander. He would deploy someone. 
He would deploy. Some of us at a certain corner. Some of us at immigration. Some of us at immigration. Some of us at immigration. And he tells them every month. I want so many millions. Go and work. So when you see a policeman. Turning red eyes on you. He wants bribe. And he doesn't care who you are. It's because he has a backing. He was sent to work. And the boss is expecting certain millions every month. And he must report it. Oh, he will be fired. Oh, be he will be transferred. To a miserable place. So if you think you report him. You are reporting him to who? The top person is the one who put oh, them to work. And is working for him. So if you are a believer in that line of service your bosses expect you to steal for him to get something more than his salary. And you are a believer you can't do that. Do you see the difficulty you are having? You are in trouble. That's why they even kill. Because you are a problem. To be stealing. They warn you. They will warn you. If you don't take heed, they will murder you. Because you are a nobustako. You are a hindrance. A wolf. A lamb. Among wolves. A lamb among wolves. Behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. A wolf and a lamb. When a wolf, when a wolf looks at a lamb, it must die, it must be eaten. A lamb can never plead for mercy. To a wolf, can only plead. It cannot cry. It cannot attract sympathy in a wolf. And a wolf is a judge. And a wolf is a police officer. And a wolf is an Aradisi. And a wolf is a CEO of the company. Wolf. 
There's nothing you can do to attract the same person. chintu ngendi gechinare to kurumizwa okuvedyo msege. That's you, the ram, when you cry so much and you plead and ask for mercy. That the, 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 the wolf will say that I can't eat your tears. Or you cry, then after I eat you. I live by eating you lambs. What will I eat? Oh, where will I eat? You just wasting my time to cry. You are lambs that are sent uh, to the wolves. That's why you see this world is not home. This world is not our home. We are just lambs from heaven, from another kingdom among wolves. Amen. The Bible says the bride and the spirit say come. Bible We are tired of this world. We want to go home. Come on, Jesus. It must reach a time when you are tired of this world. And you say, all oh, that will settle my, my, my suffering is when Jesus calls me home. All will be over. That is the scripture. Lambs. Among wolves. So. No Rachel. Abraham said. Man without the Holy Spirit. It's an animal. He said he can get a child. Pull the child from the hands of the mother. Throw the baby away. And rubbishes the mother. That's a beast. Amina. Amen. And you children of God, be careful. You can marry a wolf. You can marry a hyena. Putting on a long dress. Or a hyena. Baptized. Or a hyena. It will eat you. Cain was a hyena. Cain yari mpisi. And Abel thought this is a brother. Abel na rosa mambo no brother. Judas was a hyena. Judas yari mpisi. Among the twelve. Mubali ya kumi na mubane kumi na babiri. Yes. I mean nagam. Judas. Jesus said that. Oh Judas. You, you betray uh, the son of man by embracing him, by kissing him. 
Praise be to God. So, no Rachel. Must understand these words. So, we trust you to Kwesiga as we see you obeying and living and respecting the word of God. That's what we respect. That sister is a Christian. She respects the word of God. She loves fellowship. She loves the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all we can trust, brother. Excuse us. That's all we can trust. If we don't see that, don't tell us to respect and to trust. If we don't see that, those are signs we can see that he said there is a lamb. That's why he loves lamb food. Loves lamb food. Hallelujah. Amen. If you see your lamb, they are there at the butcher. Just open the eyes. As if, as if to say, please give me something. To eat. Whenever they cut some meat and the bone falls there, the sheep are and goes to see the bone. Trans with that bone and eats it. You say, What? You say, mm, which kind of lamb is this? This lamb is it? And again, It must be having a skin of. It is putting on a skin. But this must be a dog. Because sheep don't eat bones. There is no sheep that has ever eaten meat. Amen. Never. The nature determines the deity. Praise God. If you find you in the, Bosa, in the disco, Bosanga Mudisco, then here also on Sunday. Just they are praising God. I will say what? But when we find that for you, you with the mini skirts, you have some great affinity. Something we put a question mark. How come your diet is not sheep food? And when we are serving, Sheep food. You are dozing. 
We need deacons all the time to shake you. How come? That when sheep food is being served. You are not being attracted. Something is wrong. Praise God. Now I had a lot of quotes to read for you, but let me read only one because of time. Only one. Uh, when I introduced the subject, uh, as he was with Moses, you can only think about supernatural manifestations manifested with you or with a preacher or no, that's not what we're talking about. Although that is also important in this subject. But the theme is we recognize the word of God in you. How you obey it. How you love it. That's what we recognize. And we say we can trust you. You are a Christian. If we see. Let me, let me just see. Let me first read this quote, quote also. I gave it in my notes are heading. The spiritual equation for a believer. The word smina means bitter. Being derived from the word mal. Mal was used in embalming the dead. Thus, we have a twofold significance found in the name of this age. The name of this age shows this. Among the seven church ages, there is one called Smina, meaning bitterness. It was a bitter age filled with death. The two vines within the framework of the church were drifting further apart with an increased bitterness toward the true vine on the part of the false. Amen. Death was not only the seed of the first vine. You know, we're talking about two significance, significance. Death was not only the seed of the first vine, but even in the true vine, there was a creep 
keeping paralysis and impotence. Amen. Because they had already drifted from the unadulterated truth of the Pentecost. Drifting. Uh -huh. Now here is my equation. And no true believer is any stronger and spiritually healthy. True believer equals true believer plus strength plus spiritual health then his knowledge and adherence to the pure word of God now let us form our equation True believer plus strength plus spiritual health equals knowledge plus adherence to the pure word of God. And real believer the one whom he said that this one is a very strong believer and even he is very healthy in spirit it is equated to or it depends on or it comes from it comes from his or her knowledge of the word and adherence unto that word I mean, the person who knows the word and obeys it, what he has unto it, that's what is counted unto him that he is spiritual and he's very healthy in spirit and he's very strong in spirit. It comes from the word which you know. Because uh, the word is the greatest weapon that God gave to man. Even when uh, Satan came to tempt Jesus, Jesus did not say that fire, 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 fire. No. Jesus answered Satan back. It was written. It is written. It is written. Jesus was, was God. God himself when he was fighting his enemy he used his word so how powerful is the word how much ought we to use the word to defeat so that shows when Satan comes to fight us he comes through that area to take away from the to take us away from the world. 
And if he manages to take you away from the word, he has defeated you. What is adultery? What is fornication? Taking you away from the word. Amen. What is stealing? Taking you away from the word. What is lying? Taking you away from the word. What is a false doctrine? Taking you away from the world. And then you are defeated. But if you stay in the world. And say the word said. The word said. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I will not do it. I will stick to my husband. And alone. I will stick to my wife. And only my wife. You have defeated Satan. Amen. The word said. Thou shalt not steal. I will not take money. That is not mine. Praise God. Yesterday, last the, yesterday night I spent in an hotel. And in the morning, I was supposed to pay by mobile money. And somehow, me I knew I was doing what I was, I was told the cost of that. But exceeded by eight. So I paid before I went for my breakfast. But I was told that the, that the hotel of that person in Virginia that is converted to, to, to local. So I said, Ah, wonderful. For this kind of a property to be owned by a child of God. By a Christian, it's wonderful. So I went for my breakfast. When I came back, I was packed in front of, uh, of the reception. So a girl comes running from the reception. Excuse me, sir. Okay, you paid more than you were supposed to pay. And she comes with 8,000. I was so impressed. Told, oh, no wonder I was told this is This is wonderful. Thank you. So as I started the vehicle, I should appreciate this girl by giving her a token. I called her. I called her. Came, we shared it equally. I gave her 4,000. I, I felt those kind of people need to be encouraged. Yes. Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. You see, our works matters a lot. So it is sin for you to take money that is not supposed to be yours. Sin is when you go off the world. That is sin. You are defeated by Satan. By taking you off the world. Even in doctrine. If you are taken from the word of God doctrinal wise. You are in sin. Amen. 
And you are allowing women to preach in your church. You are in sin. And your women are putting on trousers. You are in sin. And your women apply makeup. You are in sin. And you baptize infants. You are in sin. Satan has defeated you. You are under hostage by Satan. Why? He has taken you off the word. Sin is unbelief. Disobedience to the word of God. That's why it's very dangerous for you to belong to denominations and churches that are, that are operating outside the word of God. Amen. A believer that we can say is a strong believer is a spiritually healthy person. He's alive and is well. It is measured by that person's knowledge of the word. How do you know the word if you have no passions for the word? How will you know it? Bible to Jisoma. You don't read your Bible. You don't read the message. Even when you listening, you listen when you don't put all your whole heart on that. How will you know it? You ought to be having passion for the word. You enjoy it. You read the message. You read the uh, gospel books. You read your Bible. You love the word. You borrow some summons. And you listen to them. Hallelujah. Amen. Then there you will know the word. But even just knowing it, it's not enough. But to obey it. The Bible says that. That you say that there is one God. And there you do good. But that one, even the devil believes it. And even he trembles. But if, if that one showed that even Satan is uh, better than you, you who does not obey the word. Because for him, he knows the word and again he trembles at it. But you, you don't even tremble at the, the word which you say that you know. Just go uh, kissing women who are not your wives. Just go kissing men who are not your husband. When you know that it's wrong. There even Satan is better than you. For you are too much foreign. Uh, you are even lower than the devil. Satan even trembles. But he doesn't even tremble at the word of God. Uh, pardon? Pardon? It doesn't mean that he obeys it. It doesn't mean that Satan obeys the word. No. But, but he trembles. Because he knows he's in trouble. 
He's aware of his trouble. But for you, you hear the word. And you don't care. As if you have not heard. You don't adhere. You don't fear. You don't adhere. Listen, brother, sister. The sign that you're going to heaven. It's not hard to know people who are going to heaven. No. You, you can know. People who are going to heaven, you can know. One time a brother was sick in Branham Tabernacle. And he was at the death point. So he sent for Brother Branham. Then Brother Branham came. And he was there. He said, Brother Branham, why I sent for you? Mm, I, I, I feel I'm not going to recover. Going. But I want to know if I died now whether I will make it. You are my past. I want to get a word from you. What do you think about me? So Brother Bram said if I was a doctor and now I was to diagnose and give a statement about statement. your spiritual status. I would take a test of this and according to your temperature, according to your appetite, according to your heartbeat, according to your you are like this. But now this is spiritual. I'll also take a test. So tell me, brother, since you became a believer, how have you treated the word of God? The brother started. You know, brother Branham, you're the one who baptized me. And the day I heard about baptism in Jesus' name, I did not wait to go home to change clothes. I was putting on a very expensive suit and I went in the water with And from that day, I've been careful to hear and do. And as per now, I can say, according to what you teach, there is nothing I'm in conflict that I'm lacking. According to what you teach. Brother Branham shook his hand. Let me also tell you, my brother, that according to what you have asked, whether you'll make it or not, you have already changed from death to life. If you die now, the scripture says that those who live and remain shall not hinder those who fell asleep when he comes. Yes! Hearing! Hearing! Recognizing! And acting! Just imagine you're here in church. You hear about baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. When you're in your suit like the way I am, 
You say, please baptize me. I'm not going back before you baptize me. In such a suit, you mean? Yes. Uh, baptism is very important. More than this suit. That is a believer. That is a serious person. But this is, I want to be baptized. I want to be baptized on my birthday. I want to be baptized on my birthday. That will be in July. I'll be, I want to be baptized on Noel. On Christmas. What does it have to do with eternal life? What if you die before Noel? You're not serious. And then this brother hears and does. That is how we make it to eternity. That is how we get eternal life. Now I will continue with this sermon. Because if I read my quotes, I will not finish. But I tell you, let me tell you, I feel inspired to speak the words. Amen. I feel inspired. Praise God. And if you were all to stay behind, I will preach the same in the second service. Just continue with the same. But let me keep it for next Sunday. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. Amen. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water the blood from the wound. Inside we flow. Be of sin, the double tree. Save from work. My tears forever flow. Could my sin no longer know? All these for sin could not atone. Thou must save and thou alone. I bring simply to thy cross I cling while I draw this flaming breath when my eyes hallelujah when I rise to what's
you are here and you've never believed Jesus Christ to be your savior you've never committed your life unto him you've never run to him for refuge now you want to run to him so that you can be saved for him to be your rock where you can hide away from the stones away from death and sin come here and kneel here and pray to him for forgiveness if you are there you also speak to the Lord you know your life you know how you played in salvation you know yourself God bless you. Come all who want to be saved. Run unto Jesus today. Let him not pass over you. Pass by you. One time. You will be having an opportunity. God bless you. Anyone who also wants to run to Jesus Christ, the door is still open. The Bible that cry unto the Lord as He can still save. I call Him as He is still near. Let the sinner leave His ways. Speak to the Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Coming into the heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. Thank you for getting saved. Thank you for getting saved. The choice you've made is so great. It's so great a choice. Heaven rejoices. And you have peace with God now. There is nothing greater than what you've just done. Amen. Amen. So God bless you. We are entering into the wedding now. As I told you, today is a worship day. So we didn't want to turn it into just a wedding thing. The wedding just comes in.